Welcome everybody to the Be Kind Podcast, part of the Animal Advocates mission to create a more compassionate world for all living creatures, whether or not they like monster cheese, blue cheese, American cheese, ranch, what have you. All animals deserve to be loved and we're here to make that a thing. I'm Joe Kirkner again. I'm a board director for the Animal Advocates at South Central PA, joined by Mr. John, another member of the board of directors for the Animal Advocates. And today we have the distinct pleasure of being joined by someone who's been referenced many a time and has yet to be on the show for whatever reason, Amber, also known as the Cheese Lady. Hi, Amber. Hello. How is everyone? Great. <laughs> a little sweaty, a little, yeah. a little tired because... I don't yeah. know if anyone, if you're watching this on YouTube or anything, you can probably see just the sheer amount of wires and contraptions <laughs> we have set up. So we have Amber on Zoom recording into a computer with her soundboard, with the video camera, and then a ring light, and then yeah, it's it's wild. And this is the first time we've done a Zoom with video, so <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Glad <laughs> I don't get to see the setup. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> Enough about us, Amber. Can you maybe tell the listeners at home a little bit about your vegan journey and why we call you the cheese lady? Okay, well, my vegan journey began six years ago, actually. It was uh, six years ago on the 14th of May. I had a sister who was vegan, you know, 20 plus years ago when it wasn't popular to be vegan. And a lot of what she said always stuck with me. And when she passed away, that it it never went away. So every time I would eat something, I would think about my sister and, you know, her her feelings towards it. And I, I think that eventually, you know, ate away at me a little bit. And then I have a very good friend, my best friend. Her name's Stephanie, and very nicely, she would, she's vegan as well, and she was vegetarian for, I forget how many years before she went vegan, and she would very gently say to me things like, you love animals so much, I don't understand how you eat them. She was never, like, nagging about it. She was just, you know, very gentle in the way she would do that. And I would tell her that just, I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't ready yet. And then I don't know what made it click, but one day when she said that to me, I had just had enough. And I actually, I do remember what it was. It was when I found out about the Korean dog meat festival. And when I found out about that, I had done research and found out that at the time in 43 states in the United States, it was legal to kill and eat your animals, meaning your cats and dogs, just so long as you killed them humanely. And it was at that point where I was just, I was done. I was done. I was done with it all. So that was how my vegan journey began. And the cheese, it happened because Tom is somebody who loves lasagna, loves pizza, loves everything Italian. And I knew that in order for me to get him to get on board with this vegan lifestyle without pushing him was going to be doing it through food and especially through the foods that he loved. So I had to find a way to make the things that he loved. And that's how I stumbled upon the cheese that I make. 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that began. It's funny you mentioned Tom because he really benefits more than anybody <laughs> out of your amazing food. And he's just so lucky. <laughs> he gets to try. He's a, he's a little spoiled. Yeah, because he gets to try all your experiments. And yeah. and I know they're all fantastic things. So. <laughs> so, so he is vegan too right now? He is vegan. And he was, when I went vegan, I left him know right off the bat that uh, there was not going to be me cooking any food any longer. Right. That wasn't vegan. So I had said, you know, if you want to cook it, you want to make it, that's fine with you. But I, I'm not having any parts of that. I said, you know, if you want me to cook for you, you're just going to eat what I'm eating. You know, he was on board with that except for the tofu. At first, he was like, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to get me to, to eat tofu. <laughs> and Yeah, which now he loves tofu. So. Right. That changed. So I never said, you know, you can't have meat in the house, but he knew right off the bat that that wasn't going to happen. So whenever we would go out anywhere, that's when he would not eat vegan food. Eventually, I got him doing some volunteer work while with the Veg Fest and through the Veg Fest, he met Janina and Sarah from farm sanctuary and he fell in love with them right away mm-hmm. so you know we started doing a lot of volunteer work there and then they got chickens and named chickens after us and that was about the only thing tom was still eating at the time he had given up pork very very early on because he did watch the videos and some of the things that i had and you know i would show it to him and he really felt right away that man this is just so wrong so you know he was he was taking it in steps but he was doing it that was the first thing he cut out, and then he wasn't eating much red meat either, and it was pretty much chicken was his thing. And after they named a chicken after him, that was done. <laughs> he said, I will never be able to eat another chicken again. So I say, well done, Janina and Sarah. <laughs> and speaking of them, uh, you've actually done some food demos with them uh, at their sanctuary. Yeah. Like uh, you've done the cheese and mock meats and stuff. How did you get hooked up with that? What made you want to do that? I did not want to do that at all. Was that an animal advocates thing? <laughs> did we pressure you into that? <laughs> We're good at that. Definitely. <laughs> no, I'm not. It was definitely animal advocates. Somebody had approached me mm-hmm. and asked me if I would do a cheese demo. And I know this is going to shock many of you. <laughs> I'm shy. I mean, when it comes to <laughs> doing new things and having to talk in front of a group of people, I'm very uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But I had made the decision that year. I went to the Women's March, mm-hmm. the original one, right after, you know, the inauguration. Right. And I did that by myself. Oh, wow. And I don't do things by myself. So for me to, you know, get a ticket on a bus and go do this by myself and maneuver my way through the city and have to get my way back. It was so empowering to me. And that made me decide that maybe I should stop saying no so much to things that make me feel uncomfortable and start saying yes to some things. I started um, subbing at my yoga studio doing a pyro Pilates class. And that was big for me because, you know, I, I had to do something in front of people. And once I got that first class under my belt, I was like, okay, okay, that's not too bad. Maybe the saying yes isn't, you know, isn't going to be bad. Hmm. And a couple weeks after somebody had, somebody obviously I'd given the cheese to was amazed at it and asked if I would consider doing a cheese demo. And my first instinct right off the bat was absolutely not. (laughs) But the words that came out of my mouth were 
Yes, I will. Well, we're really glad but, you did because because everybody loved it. I mean, and all the cheeses you made were fantastic, and you just make such amazing food. And and actually, going I'm back very, even further, very good at, what's that? I said I'm very good at following directions. <laughs> but it's funny because uh, you've done so many things to help out the community. Because besides the cheese demos, prior to that, you actually donated a bunch of cheese for the art exhibits that we had. That's how that's how it happened. Oh, Somebody okay. asked me to donate cheese. That's exactly it. And then once you all had the cheese, and <laughs> you show us how to make this cheese. Yeah, they that's say dairy is exactly addicting, and I would also argue that in addition to dairy being addicting, your cheese is equally <laughs> addicting because it is amazing. It really is. Even my dad, who is not vegetarian or anything, like he is always asking about your cheese. He's like, "Hey, when are you getting Amber's cheese again? Where's the cheese lady?" I'm like, "I, I." <laughs> I don't know. I got to get a hold of her. <laughs> and, yeah. and he just, he loves it. It's just so good. It's magic. It really is. I, I've had a lot of people like with the cultured blue cheese and stuff that they're not blue cheese people. They'll tell me, oh, I never liked blue cheese. When I, even when I ate it, I didn't like it. Most of them are very willing though to try it because I remind them that it is not moldy cheese. Right. And after they taste it, I've had so many of those people that said they didn't like blue cheese, but boy, they love this even though it does remind them of blue cheese but i think in their minds they know that again that's not mold that's although cheese is generally mold people but you know (laughs) the stuff i'm making i think they realize that oh it's not mold that's not freaking me out so Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's what freaks people out with blue cheese or not could you talk a little bit about what exactly constitutes your vegan cheese like what it is how you make it all that so I'm using very pretentious words. <laughs> you know, it's done several different ways. I follow a chef. His name is Chef Sky Michael Conroy. And not going to lie, love the man. And he is amazing with cheeses. He's amazing with seitan. He just, he's excellent. He's who I found. And I'm so glad that it was a Facebook friend pointed me in the direction. I saw the cheese that she had on her pizza. I said, what brand is that? She said, oh, it's not. I made it. And then she's the one that turned me on to him. So the cheeses, he has so many different processes. Some of them are tofu-based. Some of them are cashew-based. Some of them are soy milk and almond milk-based. Some of them you culture. Some of them you cook on the stove. And some of them you can do a steaming process. The feta cheese is a really, really easy cheese to make. And that doesn't require anything but a food processor. There's so many different methods to to doing the cheese. You just have to be willing to experiment and have some fails. And there's very few fails once you get that first one under your belt. So if you're willing to experiment and do things that you didn't think you would do before, you'll do great at making cheese. Besides the cheese thing and how you've helped basically change South Central Pennsylvania with your cheese, you've done other incredible things for the vegan community. Like you and Tom actually, I think it was mostly Tom, but I think you helped out with building the huge vegan sign. for. helped out. (laughs) (laughs) I sure did help out. How do you think those boards got off of the skids? Oh, that was all you, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, We we were out there. We were, yeah, we both worked on that together. I will say he's the brains behind it. But again, I'm very good at following direction and order. So he tells me what to do and I 
knew it, but those letters were, I don't know, there was something about that that really set that veg fest apart that year. Absolutely. People loved it. So many people were taking pictures with it and just crawling all over it and kids were loving it. Yeah, that really helped bring out the the joy in the festival. So thank you for doing that. It was great. We have something else planned. We're not sure if we're going to do it or if we're going to hold off and wait until a veg fest come back. Right, right. So how long have you been vegan again, Amber? I'm sorry I missed that in the beginning. I was six years vegan on the 14th of May. Oh, you just had your vegan anniversary. That's right. Wait, we had the same vegan anniversary. Oh, wow. You you and Joe had the same vegan anniversary. That's awesome. May 14th, Joe Day. Nice. Yeah, May 14th. That's awesome. How long have you been vegan? Uh, seven. Seven okay. years. Okay. Wow, look at that. One year more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and mine is going to be on Tuesday, so... <laughs> I know. And what, you're... 15. 15. Or 15. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what What everybody says? The only thing I wish is that I would have done it sooner. Yeah, same. You know, I would love to be saying that I'm 15 years vegan. <laughs> You'll get there. Don't worry. Can't get yep, to 15 yep. without getting to yep. six first. That's right. Well, And plus, <laughs> yeah. with all your delicious food, I think you'll be able to manage. <laughs> well, hopefully. So Even I get tired of cooking every now and then, though. So Yeah, you know. that's true. So when yeah. you do get tired of cooking, what are some of your favorite go-to places to go to get your food? I... Well, first off, there's Ewan in Elizabethtown. Yeah. They have a eight John Nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You ever been there, Joe? I have not, but I've heard good things. Yeah, we we love to go there. Rice and noodles in Lancaster, their pho is like my favorite thing to get. If I'm ever stumped on what to get, <laughs> get me pho. Nice. Uh, we also do root. I'm in Lancaster, so roots available to us. To be honest with you, I'm really really picky about going out. My go-to things a lot of times when I don't want to cook are. I like the Gardein products. I'm not going to lie. They're handy yeah. to have around. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, I prefer to make my own because obvious reasons. I know <laughs> the ingredients going into them. I know, you know, that technically seitan and stuff is a processed food, but I feel like when I make it, it's not quite as processed. Right. A lot of the times I eat at home. <laughs> and my new favorite, if everybody's seen my Facebook post, are the Ula Bowls. I have seen that. Ula. Oh, my gosh. And they're not a vegan company, but they can make the things vegan. You just have to ask for grandma's vegan granola instead of the regular granola. It's made with agave instead of honey. So, you know, they can definitely cater to the vegans. But, oh, it's so good. And it just feels really refreshing because it's the acai berry instead of, like, ice cream. Right. So afterwards, I don't feel as heavy, but I feel nice and full. And then you get all those fruits on there. And it's a great thing for the summer. Well, any time of the year. But that's like my new obsession right now is these damn Ula bowls. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, we got to know them because we did some work for them. But aside from doing work for them, I didn't know they existed. So thankfully, we did do work for them because whether i helped them out or not i would have loved i mean i love these bowls and i'm so glad that you know i was able to get hooked up with them to find out about that all my regular friends knew about it but my vegan friends don't a lot of them don't know about the ula bowls so putting it out there <laughs> check that out next time i'm in lancaster yeah, yeah well they're getting ready to um i think they have plans and if everything goes well in s- september they're building one in hershey and they're at hershey park as well and then they have one in Lidditz and one in lancaster market we all know i love cinnaholic 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I feel a little shameful after I eat a cigarette. <laughs> but it's you so know? good. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. And it's so good. But that walk of shame, I, I got to <laughs> say, I'm not too, I mean, I'm upset that, you know, they moved their business. But at the same time, I'm not because they're no longer two minutes away from my house. Right. It's less of a danger oh, for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I have to say that all of those, like my new obsession, and I don't feel quite as bad afterwards. <laughs> right. It's the fruit. I like to tell myself that the fruit makes it all healthy. Yeah. That, I just learned I, that it's I, acai, not acai. I've yeah, been saying it yeah, wrong well, my whole life. <laughs> yeah, acai. Acai bear. That's all right. I called pho, pho, pho forever. I only learned like a year ago that it was Anna. Anna told me. Uh, or we were talking and, and she had said something. I was like, ah. She goes, yeah, that's how it's pronounced. I said, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. I had no idea. I said, no wonder the guy looks at me like an idiot every time I order. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people do and he's like, oh my God, it's not. Uh, yeah. Right. That- <laughs> it's, ah. But yeah. Oh, and by the way, if anybody's looking to start out making the cheeses, he has um, a bunch of cookbooks out. But the one I would recommend the most if you're looking for that would be the Non-Dairy Evolution Cookbook. He does cheeses. He has, if you're a person that likes cream in your coffee or like half and half, or you like to make cream-based soups and you haven't found quite that cream to, you know, that is like the cream you had before you went vegan. His is, I mean, it is amazing. All of his stuff is great, but... If you're starting out and you want to know which one to get first, it would be the Non-Dairy Evolution Cookbook. And it's on Amazon. He is mostly self-published, and he did just get his first book actually published. So hopefully we'll be hearing more and more about him now that that's happened. Well, we've talked extensively about food, but what other ways has veganism integrated into your lifestyle that doesn't necessarily directly involve food? I'm already not a makeup person. I don't own it. I don't own any of it, so I don't have to worry about the vegan end of cosmetics. But pretty much as much as I can be vegan, I try to be. You know, my shoes, since going vegan, they are vegan. My hair products, my vitamins. I mean, there isn't a single part of my life that veganism hasn't affected. I mean, it's affected even the movies that I'll watch because, you know, if if there's anything with animals involved and I'm not into the animals being used as props and entertainment. So, you know, it's it's definitely affected like almost every aspect of my life. It's tough when you start thinking about like that in movies because that then limits the movies you can watch with a clear <laughs> yeah. conscience. I love the Lord of the Rings movies, but every time I watch them, I see all the horses and all that, and just yeah. think it's yeah so sad seeing that kind of exploitation glorified in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's so hard, and you know, a lot of the movies we grew up with. Like I definitely eased up when I first went vegan. You know, I was hardcore into it. Some things have definitely changed. Like, I have no problem getting a burger from Burger King. I will bring my own mayonnaise. I will, you know what I mean? But I would never have done that before as far as, like, cross-contamination and stuff like that. I've come to the conclusion, and I've seen it so many times, that the animals do not care whether, you know, it's cooked on a grill that was shared with something else. That's small in the grand scheme of things i am happy that burger king offers that to people am i a burger king fan oh heck no but i'm going to support a business that's going to try and put something on their menu 
is it necessarily going to change their business or is it going to change things in the grand scheme of things? Maybe not, but I also don't want to not support it and then have them say, well, they didn't sell. We tried, they didn't sell, so we're not going to try anymore. Right. So, you know, I've, I've definitely eased up on some things. Do I eat them often? No. I'd much rather cook stuff at my home again. Right. And, you know, it's not my favorite thing. But if we're out somewhere and there is nothing available, I will absolutely stop at a Burger King for a burger. And this is not to say that anyone who is upset about cross-contamination or doesn't support that. Yep, that is everybody's own personal choice. I Again, like I said, and I'm still weird on some things. Like, I do not, if I go somewhere, I'll take my own pan to cook it at somebody's place or... You know, because I don't, I won't use their stuff. But when it comes to a quick thing like the burger, you know, like in a split decision when I've got to eat something, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know for me that something that I'm weird about is when I visit my parents, they use a cast iron pan all the time. And I know that cast iron pan has seen more than its fair share of animal products. It has quite a nice patina on it from all that. So that's where I draw the line where I don't use that. Absolutely. But if I had to, like you were saying, is either that or starve, I'd say, all right, well, yeah. what's for lunch? And, and I worked at McDonald's when, you know, that was my first job. And I know they scrape, like, I, I can't speak for what they do now. Um, but when I worked at McDonald's, they scraped the grill often. I mean, you scraped in between every set of burgers that went down. And I've got to assume that Burger King's probably doing kind of the same thing. You you know what I mean? You clean in between. So that's where I've eased up with that a little bit. Because I, I like to think that they're cleaning the way we cleaned when I worked at McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah, and it's so tricky when you start to make those distinctions and try and make those decisions because then you could drive yourself nuts with any decision you make ever. Well, this car has leather seats or maybe the person I'm giving money to for this vegan burger is going to go and spend it on animal products or anything really. So it's really whatever you do in your own personal life that makes veganism sustainable for you and helps you sleep at night. You really have to learn to pick and choose your battles. If I had my choice... I wouldn't be eating a Burger King burger, but sometimes that's what's available. So, you know, I'll do that. But yeah, I know I was so happy the car I got didn't have leather seats. And the guys, when we were looking at it, I said, oh, no leather seats. He goes, oh, I can get them for you. I said, no, 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 this is no leather seats. I said, this is exactly what I want. I'll take that static all day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, really. You know, so I learned to ease up slightly but i'm still like i won't go somewhere and i won't eat something and maybe it's funny because i'll do one i won't do the other but i won't eat anything like french fries if they cook chicken fingers stuff like that in there i will not eat those french fries i'm not down with that kind of cross-contamination i was gonna say that's that's a little different because you're submerging it into it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm like oh no i will not do that i'm still like i said i've just learned to pick and choose my battles a little bit more and again i want to support people bringing vegan choices into mainstream restaurants all right, so. uh, John, we're coming up on half an hour, and I am plumb out of questions. Do you have anything <laughs> else, or should we give Amber the last word? Yeah. Do you want to talk about how to reach you, or like if anybody has any questions, do you want to give us your social media? 
I guess, yeah, Facebook would definitely be the best place, and I don't even know who I... Am I hard to find on Facebook? Not, I don't Not know. really. We'll have the link in the show notes. Yeah, we'll have the link in there. So. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do whatever <laughs> you want to, like, link me to it. You know, you're, if you have questions, feel free to message me and ask questions. I don't put a lot on Facebook as far as... I just try not to be on Facebook as much. However, I've been failing at that for the last couple of days. If it's ever that intense of a question, I can always get numbers through Facebook and I can make phone calls because sometimes it's harder to communicate when you're typing stuff. So I have no problem walking people through things or answering questions. I love that. I absolutely love that. That was my whole point of doing cheese demonstrations was to show people that anybody can do it. I'm a contractor. I'm not a chef. I'm not by any means a chef. I'm just a regular person who found a great chef and some great cookbooks, and I can follow directions. (laughs) And if I can turn people onto that and get people out there to realize, oh, my gosh, I can make excellent mozzarella cheese in 10 minutes then that's great. You know, that's been my whole mission the entire time is to get people to realize it's it's okay. It's not that hard. You just be willing to try something different. Well, it's amazing what you've done. And it's it's a great mission that you've accomplished, I feel like, because so many people you've touched with your food and it's great. So thank you so much for doing that. And we appreciate you. And you. it's funny because we were always talking about you on our previous episodes. You come up in conversation and we're just, we, we got to get her on because she's just so awesome. And we finally got you on here because everyone loves you because you're great. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I love doing this. I've always said I'm not good at arguing animal statistics. And, you know, that's not where my advocacy lies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be changing people's mind on food. I want people to stop referring to it as vegan food and just refer to it as food. Yes. So, you know, if that's what this cheese has done a little bit, then that's excellent. And I feel really good knowing that if I even helped one person, then I helped more animals. Oh, you've helped more than one and and you're helping animals. So thank you for doing that. Yes, thank you, Amber. You are amazing. Your cheese is amazing. Everything about you is amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys are amazing too. Uh, We try. (laughs) We try. (laughs) thank you so much so amazing (laughs) alright well that's it for today folks but if you want to get a hold of us we're bekindpodcast at gmail.com and you can actually go with Amber on zoom now because she knows how so (laughs) so do we (laughs) been quite a day yeah (laughs) so thanks for watching and listening and we'll see you soon see ya everyone bye thank you Podcast presented by the Animal Advocates of South Central Pennsylvania.